0: Shalom, Shalom and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shiurim in the sefer Lekutim Moran. We are towards the very end of the 11th Torah in the middle of the 8th paragraph. We're going to pick it up right where we left off. Here we go. Vizoh and this whole idea that we learned about before, v'lo Mate LaOra, that the axe is not going to hit the ground. Remember, it's been seven years and the axe is still falling in the water, has not yet hit the ground. This is This is because of this sin. Remember, we're going to say in a second, it's the sin of godless, of not greatness as an actual greatness of, one, of oneself, but of a false greatness, of an inflated ego. Because of that, that sin... We still have not returned to our land. Because of this inflated ego, this sin of chasing undeserved honor and making people think that you're so great, which is just like idolatry. Which correspond to these seven houses, like we learned about before, of idolatry. Through this, we were exiled from our land. And because of this, because of this idolatry, we are still not back in our land. There still is not the redemption that we're hoping and praying for. All because of this sin of an inflated ego, of the perception of greatness, which is Avodah And not only because there's a lot of water. The water was abundant. That comes up in our story. What does this mean? Don't say it's because of this that the axe has not yet hit the ground. Meaning there's just so much water that the axe hasn't been able to hit the ground. Don't say that we're not able to get back to Eretz Israel because the water is abundant. What does that mean, the water is abundant? Because <laughs> the idolaters, they are many. <laughs> the Pasuk says there are so many non-Jewish nations. Shehem mayim rabim. There are so many non-Jewish nations, so it's easy for a person to say, oh, why is there not the redemption? Because there are so many other people. It's not the fault of the Jews, but rather the fault of the, other, of the rest of the world. Says Rabbi Nachman, no, 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 you cannot say that. It doesn't matter how many other people there are. It doesn't matter how many of Avodah people who are serving idolatry... We have to take responsibility for ourselves. This lesson is so important. We can't say there's so many other people out there and it's their fault or it's someone else's fault. No, no, no. We take responsibility for our own actions. We take responsibility for our destiny. When we stop and do that, then we have the power to change the future. Next statement in this story. Towards the end of our short happening of Rav HaBarachana, one of the reasons is that the water is running so rapidly. What does that mean for our parallels here? Because so many are running after honor. This is the concept of water. This is a verse from Tehillim, from the Psalms. It says, God of glory... He thunders, and God is upon many waters. He's on many waters. Ali that through this, through this chasing of honor, we will not be able to return back to Eretz Godless That through chasing honor and greatness. The main reason for our extended exile, and while we're not able yet to return back to Eretz Israel, and for clarity, we're not speaking about the land physically of Eretz Israel, we're not speaking about Medina Israel, about the country of Israel, we're speaking about Israel. Yerushalayim Banuya. we're speaking about the redemption with Mashiach and the Beis HaMikdash. The main reason, says Rabbi Nachman, why we are not at that stage yet in, in history is because we're chasing honor, we're chasing glory. This desire for glory, desire for honor, desire for, hey everybody, look at me! That's the main sin that is holding back the eventual geulah. And remember that the, the Baskol comes out, the heavenly voice in our happening he comes out and says, How despicable is this greatness, this false greatness? This heavenly voice was a warning to the people so that we would distance ourselves from from apparent greatness, as much as we could. And when we take the honor and say, this isn't for me, it's only for the Almighty, glory should not be coming to me, it should be coming to God. Then the cover of the Almighty, the glory of God, becomes complete. Oz and when you're able to do this, where we merit an illuminating language like we learned about at the beginning of the Torah, which is connected to the two birds that are brought by the Mitsorah to cure his spiritual disease. Aval, however, La, how do you merit this? How do you merit to break your honor? And to complete the glory of, of the Almighty, how do you break your desire for for greatness and your honor for yourself completely? That will then bring the the honor to God Himself completely. this is through gardening of the covenant in the two aspects of Shemir like we learned about earlier. Shehem Yehuda And if you recall, the two aspects of Shemir HaSabris, there's an upper and a lower, and these correspond to the upper unifications and the lower unifications. Shama Ravashi. Ravashi said, Hai Ziz Sadaihu. This bird, this is the very end of our happening of Rabbah Barakhana. This bird that was standing in the water, this huge bird, was referred to as the Ziz Sadai. That's the name of the bird. This is connected to the upper unifications and the lower unifications. That through this upper and lower unification, this corresponds to the two types of shmiras abris, of guarding of the covenant. And through this, we complete the honor of the, of the Almighty covered with slime is solche ciparta and through Completing the aspect of the glory of God, you merit these birds and that fix for for oneself. Remember, the birds correspond to speech because they chatter back and forth. And this speech, the speech that goes between the two birds or the speech that is brought to bring honor to the other, this speech is what bridges the gap between the water and the heavens because this ziz, This is the, the concept of the unification below, Mat, which is like this angel of matat that oversees the things on this earth, which corresponds to the four corners of the world. like we find in the midrash, in the rabbinic writings, there is one bird, that when it spreads out its its wings, hu machshich es he blocks out the sun. huge bird, right? This is a huge bird. Spreads out its wings, it blocks the sun. So this is talking about the bird from our story of Rabbah Baruchana, the Ziz Shemoi. And its name is Ziz this is connected to the lower unification, which is this angel of lower dominion, which corresponds to the corners of the earth, because Kanaf means both corners and wings. And all of this clothes the upper covenant, which is the Shemesh. Sadai, that word Sadai, connected to. The type of bird, Zebuchinus Yehuda Ilah. This is talking about the upper unifications. You can notice Sadai is very similar to Shakai, Shin, Dalid, Yud, that name of the Almighty. The Ziz Sadai is connected to the lower, the Ziz is the lower aspects of, of the unifications and the lower levels of Shemir Sabris, and the Sadai which is connected to Shakai, Shin Dalid Yud, one of the names of God, is the upper aspects of unification and upper aspects, meaning higher levels, of Shmiras Sabris. Closing it out, we have paragraph test, the final short paragraph, which, as we've seen before, is the style of Rabbi Nachman's teachings. We started with a pasuk, with a verse from the Torah, and now we're going to close it all together with that verse to kind of tie the bow beautifully on this package of, of Torahs that we've been learning. Paragraph test, number nine. And this is what's meant by the following verse that we started with. Just as a reminder, the verse reads, Ani Hashem hu shmi uchavoydi la'acher lo ushilasi la'psilim. Meaning, I am God, that's my name, my glory I shall not give to anyone else, nor my praise to idols. So let's break this down. Ani Hashem, what does that mean? That I am God, Yehuda Ilah. This is the upper unification. Hushmi, that's my name. Ychuda Tata, that's the lower unification. U laacher And I will not give my glory to anyone else. Zebachina's covered with This is the idea of complete glory, like we learned about, that when some is taken for the individual, then something is missing. Usihilasi Lapsilim, and my praise will not go to the idols. What does that mean? This is referring to speech, the power of speech that could go, God forbid, to an idol, but should only go to the Almighty. Like the verse says, We will speak the praises of of the Almighty. This has all been explained above. Please, God, we should be able to take these ideas, the upper unification and the lower unification, the first line of Shema Yisrael, and the second line, Baruch Shem Kivod, the things upper, the, where the glory should go, and the things lower, like our desire for glory and honor. We should, please, God, be able to break our desires, be able to elevate all of our actions, bring the glory back to the Almighty, allowing our speech to bring the proper illumination to ourselves and our own trajectories, so that we can continue to grow to the best of our abilities. And please, God, when we do that, when we put all the glory back to the Almighty, we make tshuva the right way, we'll be zoche to return to Eretz Israel to Yerushalayim HaBenuya, with Mashiach Tzidkenu. End of Torah 11. Baruch Hashem. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.